We are back with an Under the Ropes podcast. Now, it has been a few weeks since we've had Under the Ropes because March was a busy goddamn month for us. To say it was March Madness would be a direct, massive understatement. <laughs> Mario is partaking in some... It was very... Medical March. grade. Actually, March Madness was awesome. There's a lot of teams that won that were just like... My alma mater, App State, they got into the first four, which is the... You're not really in the the thing. You're maybe on the bubble. Like, it was. it's pretty funny. And they lost because that's a bad game. But... More anyway. like nap state, am I right? Nap state. <laughs> <laughs> Nappy headed. No. <laughs> hey, Ew. Yeah, so we're back with an under the ropes podcast. It's been a while. Like I said, dude, March. I, I don't even like I don't even remember March 1st. It's April 1st. Actually, April 2nd now. It's already in the morning. Damn. March was just an insane blur of a month. I usually love March. We, we start on March 1st. It's already March uh, April 1st, and we it's already April 2nd. I don't even know what happened. That's how fast it's going. We're in like a vortex of some sort. But don't worry. Is it, is it April 3rd now? I think it might be. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. April 4th is coming now. Is it May Day? Damn. Don't even say that because I'm off the next couple of days. So I'm right, uh, July 4th is tomorrow. So I'll be off. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Here's a fun thing I was looking up. So the Stanley Cup could possibly be awarded as late as July 14th this year. Because they delayed the season. The season didn't start till January. And they yeah. compressed a 56-game schedule. It's about a month and a half later than it usually is. Because but they of had they the parade already. So the parade doesn't kick it off? Because they were partying like crazy here in Tampa with the um, boat parade. That was for the Super Bowl. No, That's no. Funny. They did it for the Stanley Cup before that. That was last year. That was what? September? Oh, you're talking this August? year. I'm talking this year. How, uh, what, this year's all messed up. I, I'm not even thinking about time it. vortex. Did we just get into that? We're yeah. going to last year into the future. But the reason why and now this is a very selfish thing. I'm excited about that. I read that because I have never watched hockey on my birthday, which is July 11th. Oh, you want to send gifts? Look at you. Yeah. So what I've did never they do with the hockey schedule? Hockey on my birthday, and I think that would be so cool. Actually, it would be even more awesome. Imagine being in Portillo, Chile. Skiing for your birthday and watching hockey. And then watching hockey at night. Drop the mic right now. I just like, I I mean, could life get any better? I believe it cannot. It it can always get better. It can always get worse. Chilean prostitutes involved as well, perhaps. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's getting worse. Whoa. That's getting worse. Whoa. 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 <laughs> you had me at Chilean. You had me at Chilean sea bass. I thought you were going for sea bass. And then I, you went to, I was like, what? I, I meant to say Chilean sea bass. And for some reason, <laughs> Chilean prostitutes came out. I don't know. My brain. Well, got they're a- the ones that catch the sea bass and they bring them onto shore. That's what everybody doesn't realize. You know what? It's like deadliest catch. With prostitutes. <laughs> Deadliest <laughs> prostitute catch. Dude. Okay. Here's the thing. You got on the dock. You get these high class prostitutes all walking in with the furs and the thing. Like, all right, you're going to go on a boat and you're going to fish now for like 30 days, no sleep. The pro- let's see, let's that see actually, where the money's going. 
that would actually be like a scared straight or like 30 day like a exactly it'd be fucking like great 30 day fiance the problem is you're gonna have to have experienced males on the boat teaching them you know what that means no one's doing any fishing <laughs> <laughs> this is true they can go back to doing what everybody right, does. A whole Boom. lot of fishing happening. There's, no fish, no. There's a boat floating around. That's about it. Like we're out here for 30 days. We're not going back to port, sweetheart. <laughs> Perhaps. Chilean Perhaps. sea bass. Stanley <laughs> Cup hockey. <laughs> Chilean so prostitutes. We... <laughs> so they're having the Stanley Cup in Chile? <laughs> uh, I believe it is awarded this year. They're in an order to have a COVID-free quarantined experience they're putting all the players in chile and they're going to play the whole stanley cup playoffs down there do they have to wear masks the whole time they're just going to glue everyone's noses shut and mouths it's even easier that way so where's the cage coming they have to be in the cage too right (laughs) they're going to combine ufc and the nhl together it's just easier that way so they're going to play on an octagon Times WWF, you gotta chuck the players out of the cage. Oh, I like love Royal it. Rumble. So you make it like a, a six foot wall and they gotta chuck. If you chuck the player out, by the time he gets back, that's a man advantage. Well, it's like a Royal Rumble. A Royal Rumble Stanley Cup power play. I, I like where we're going with this. I'm writing this down. This Dude, is I don't know where we're going with this. Royal Rumble somewhere. Stanley Cup. RR so, Stanley Cup. Well, people love hybrid cars. Why not hybrid sports? It's going to happen. Right. Everything's going hybrid. So thank you so much for listening. I don't know why you're listening to this, but we appreciate it. Check us out at skibumpodcast.com. Socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, untapped at Podcast. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. Skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Go to your favorite podcasting apps, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, loved ones, enemies, whoever. Thank you so much. Frenemies. Frenemies, Mario. It's time for our prey today. Listen to it. Oh, baby. Fizzy. Mario. Before before showing what I'm I'm getting, because this is a surprise for Brian as well. Secretive. He's like, how'd you do that? Coors Light. How did you know I drove through Golden, Colorado last week and saw the Coors Light factory? Oh, see, you should have stopped in, but like, I got to have a Coors Light from the factory, right from the tap. There's like eight, like, uh, micro brews, like, surrounding, like, uh, on like an elevated position above Coors as they're going to, like, you know, come together and attack. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's where you go in there. You'd be like, so. Anybody can make a beer and you think you're going to be better than them? Like, you know, come on. Let's put it Rocky Mountain. They're all using Rocky Mountain water. That's right. It's that was their, shit. that was, that was Coors's big thing back in the yeah. day. It was like, oh, we're born in the Rockies, you know, Rocky Mountain water. And They're why like, are yeah. they all using Rocky Mountain water? Because Coors did it first. I'm just yes. saying. Just you got to, you got to pour one out for Coors. The champagne I love the beers. small guy, but, but don't. There's something that the big guys that the big brewers have that people still keep buying. Now it's advertising and, and girls and sports that they, you know, but Staying I'm power. Just there was something there, right? Yep. Now it's all goddamn seltzer. You come up with an RC Cola versus a Coca-Cola. I like RC Cola, but it's Coca-Cola. Just saying. Mm, because you want cocaine in your soda. That's right. There's cocaine. <laughs> Cocaina. <laughs> all right. So I'm having this out of my nice... Right to cough glass. 
Let me do the uh, the little reveal turnaround. Oh, 360, cool little matrix action. It's a little funky one because it's... Uh, oh, look at that camera zooming in, zooming out. Yeah, autofocus. Auto zoom, autofocus. I like it. So, that is stunning. Nice. That looks uh, like a... Uh, uh, is it a pale ale or is it an IPA? It is an IPA. Okay. A New England IPA. A New England IPA. Okay. Do I have to play the guessing game? I think you're going to have to guess the game. Is that Sip of Sunshine? No. Oh. What, it, what What? state do you think it's from? Can you give me at least a region or something? You're in the same state. I'm in the same state. We have had this before at the ski house. We have had this before in the ski house. Is it from Alchemist? No. It's not from Alchemist. Is it Long from Trail? Near Killington. Long Trail? No. No, not Long Trail. Second fiddle? Uh, close, but no cigar. Fiddlehead? Not Fiddlehead. Not Fiddlehead. I'll just do the reveal. Okay. I think this is from near Killington. I thought it was not too far from Killington. Ah. We never went there. Never went there. Zero gravity? No, we went to zero gravity. <laughs> zero gravity I pizza yeah. there. We did. No, it we is. it's flatbread. It's not pizza. Oh, wow. Look at you with the prospect. Yeah. Nice. So I got a little prospect. Yummy yummy beer. Yes, I got two of them. So I placed an order. So I got an email because remember, I ordered from craft beer um, sellers sellers in Waterbury. (laughs) I think it was, uh, no, it was in in Massachusetts, but they're carrying the Vermont beer. I think that's where I ordered from. And they have, they have them all over. So like, if you want from that region, you order from there. And I ordered from, remember I ordered a Heady Topper, Sip of Sunshine, you know, all those a while back. So they sent me something in the mail. Like I haven't ordered in a while. Let me, let me see what they got. So I started chipping around and uh, decided to order a few beers. So there's going to be some new ones revealed over the next weeks. Look at you. But uh, yeah, I found a way to get, you know, boom. Wow. And, I never would have guessed that because I was like, there's no way you get that down there. Yeah, no. So I uh, I ordered, they shipped it. They actually left it at the door. It came today. So I put it in the freezer when I got home, uh, you know, before the podcast and then iced it down. And now mm-hmm. it's nice and cold. So perfect. Uh, perfect How good day. is it? It's very good. I tell you what, though, I'm spoiled by drinking my my highlight. And uh, wow, so are you saying highlight cigar city is better than Foley Brothers? I gotta say, it's very close. Now, this is ranked on Beer Advocate 97 world class out mm-hmm. of 100, which is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, I gotta say, uh, it's up there. I I like the fact that it doesn't have. So the highlight has a little bit of a of a bite at the end of it. This doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, but the flavors are a little different. This is this is this is awesome beer. I gotta say, um, it's got like the citra and the the galaxy hops. Uh, so it's got like a citrus flavor, but it's not fruity. You know. Yeah, I will tell you, you shouldn't let them sit around for four years. Because that's what I did with my prospect. <laughs> it did not improve over four years. It I will did I, not, huh? Believe it or not, it did not improve. Damn. So yeah, think? so I put my order in. It came. It came within. I say three, four days. I was surprised. That's really good. Now do, I wonder. And so you said you put it in the freezer when you got it. Was it? I mean, it was shipped on cold though, right? Dry. No, ice it was shipped it warm. 
Ooh. So I wonder which, if it lost anything in the shipping. I don't know. You know, uh, they usually, I mean, places like that, it, it would probably be sold cold. Yeah. I don't know how they ship it to the distributor and they're so big that they might have everything shipped warm. So then they put whatever they want cold. And even if you, if you were to go to like Alchemist, you'd go there and everything, they, they pull it out of the fridge when they give it to you. Yeah. Well, I've I'd heard, be surprised if it was, I mean, I, I'd like I would to know. Because I've heard different stories, right? Some people say, oh, you can't get let it get warm and then cold again because then it gets skunked. And that's kind of a myth. It really depends on how it's been, how hot it gets and all this other stuff. That's so some I, like beer marketing from the 80s bullshit. Yeah, like, heat exactly. pasteurized, cold filtered. Spuds McKenzie was saying, don't let your beer get cold, get hot, you know? <laughs> um, but then I've heard you you can get it warm once and then cold again and don't get it warm again. Mm. So I guess it's kind of like chicken. You can unfreeze it and then refreeze it, but not, well, you can unfreeze it. You can freeze it, unfreeze it, but you can't freeze it again. Mm. I, I don't get it. I don't know. Voodoo. I don't know. It's pretty good though. So it doesn't taste skunked. It tastes very good. But as I was building my order, I was like, all right, let me order from New England this time, right? So, of course, they have a lot of New England beers. So, I'm looking on Beer Advocate's top, I think it was top 250 beers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, looking around, I'm like, I've had that, I've had that, I've had that. And then I was like, you know, what? let me see what's around here in Florida. And there's got to be, I got to say, like in the top 60 or 80 beers, there's like 10 of them from Florida. Like around here. I really? Like, really? I was like, they churn out some good beer. So any ones you've had? You know, the Cigar City makes the Hanapus, and there's like three different ones that are on that list in the top 50. And you can't get that that stuff. They have one year, one time a year release of it, and it's gone. Like they usually have, I gotta look now in COVID, because I'm a COVID opportunist. Um <laughs> They usually have a big uh, a beer festival, and to buy a ticket, it's like 150 bucks for a ticket, and you get a six pack of the Hanapus with oh. it. So I think I would be talking about that in the past. Yeah, yeah, I tried finagling my way in there, but like, do you know who I am, bro? Do you have any you know who I am. I podcast man. You know, so I don't even know how you say it. I'm probably saying it all wrong. It's Hanapus. Who? It's pronounced Heineken. Heine- oh, it's Heineken's. Yeah. Heineken. Yeah, see, that makes sense now. So it's like an imperial stout, and it's like supposed to be great. And they have three of them. One is like a little more aged. Another one's barrel treated. Like there's, you know, but the regular one is the imperial stout. And that's the one is like, I right, said so 2021 release. Let's see. They're releasing it. to se- They're going to have a lottery system for it. That's oh, a damn Jesus Christ. Just make so, more beer. Like, come on, man. You know, yeah, it's like Nike and their stupid sneaker. Just make a few more goddamn Air Jordans that I can buy. All right. Oh, they already did it. They did a lottery in January. Well, I guess you look forward to that in 2022. Damn. So you, you could get into a lottery for two bottles of it. And that was it. Jeez. So lottery sound us for two bottles of the 2021 Hanapus and two barrel age Hanapus Imperial Stout will take place from 10 uh, January 30. So they did one on January on 
Friday, uh, February 12th, January 30th. Yeah, it's weird. No refunds mm. available. So you get into the lottery and that's it. I was like, wow. That's it, huh? They got a whole system set up. They have proxy pickups facilitated through like a third party. Like oh my God. You need to bring your like vaccine passport <laughs> with you to get your goddamn beer. Like Jesus Christ. Oh no, this is Florida. There's no vaccine. COVID <laughs> doesn't exist. It doesn't. Nope. It doesn't exist in the sunshine state here. Um, it just burns off. Yeah, a damn lottery for this shit. It's just See, anytime getting... I have to get somebody to stand in line for me, I just grab one of the homeless people from here, give them 50 bucks, <laughs> like, stay here. I'll buy lunch and give you 50 bucks. <laughs> That's messed up. No, I don't really do that, but I've thought about it. Hey, you did it once, right? <laughs> I've thought about it. That would be great. Like, think about it. You got to stand in line. It's a massive, like, three-hour line. All right, dude, I will buy you lunch and give you like 50 bucks. Just hang out here. Just stand here and don't die, please. You're going to stand over there or you stand here. Just stand here, (laughs) right? And it's worth something to me. I'll give you some kickback for it. Just don't move. That could be like the solution to homelessness. Hang out in lines for me all day. You're just a professional line line hanger. Put them to good use, these people. Yeah. But that could be a new career. Like, what do you do? I'm a professional stander in line for people. Well, who's that, who's that Japanese guy? That Japanese guy who had that job where he just kind of like uh, just listened to people. Was that what it was? Oh, there was the rent a white guy on Vice, which I loved. Well, there was rent a white story. guy. Yes. But remember that guy in Japan? Or just like, oh, what the hell did he do? Did he like compliment people or he did something? Yes. We, we yes. We, uh, that was an under the ropes from a few months ago it was holy crap i remember that now i was hammered but i remember it it was yeah, that uh, was uh that was a lulu of an episode i believe that was the under the ropes ones tend to be and we're actually gonna have one this week which we haven't had in a few because things have been crazy lately crazy i'm actually ready to announce like places i'm booking for next year already post COVID. Wow. look at you valtorens is gonna happen valtorens listen to you I was trying to do it this year. Got kicked back to next year. We'll see. I'm going to make it happen. They have uh, friends join too. John may join. He might be nice. In. I might be in Norway the whole month of January. I don't even know right now. Boom. That's how. That's how crazy. We're talking like, about 2021, 2022 in in Norway or lockdown. You never know. I'm I'm buying a submarine and going somewhere. If you know, this is just not. This cannot be. We cannot live this way. We're not animals. So the consultant I work with in Paris, she's like, yeah, she's like, I live across the street from a park and all the kids go out there. And she's like, including me. And we go out and we have cheese and wine and we hang out and smoke and we talk to each other in the park. Like, that's what she's like. That's what we do. We're French. I'm like, that sounds awesome. So she's like the, uh, the premier, whatever they call him in, in France, the president, he came out yesterday said they're going to start they already have curfews which nobody follows and they're going to start like a severe lockdown starting monday going for four weeks basically the month of april she's like so basically this weekend everybody's going to go out and party (laughs) i'm like yeah i could see how that could happen so i'm just getting so sick of politicians saying anything anymore i really am People are tired of it. They're like, look, we, I understand your lockdown, but we have to live too. Like what, you know, what are we living for? Right. Yeah. Rent a person who does nothing. 
Oh, nice. It was episode four. Nothing. Yeah. He just receives endless requests and gratitude. But he he does nothing with professionalism. You know what I'm saying? He just like walks with people, you know, just hangs out. Yeah. Not bad. That's pretty awesome. Not bad. See, we cover the hard hitting stories here. Oh, the in depth. In depth. All right. So I have no theme to my beer today. I have no theme to April. And you know what? In the past, I've done my little April no boozy. I bragged about it, how last year was super easy. This year, I said, fuck it. I don't want to do it this year. I'm just, I've cut down on my alcohol consumption so much. And frankly, today, right now, I want to drink this goddamn beer. So I've canceled April no boozy. I don't give a damn anymore. I I'm doing whatever whatever I want. April, that's right. I'm free as a bird. I'm like a Canadian goose who's just going to go fly north for the free bird April summer. Free Free bird bird April. April. Free bird. So this is one of my. This is one of the ones from one of my favorite breweries on earth, the Burlington Beer Company. Hmm. This is a stainless forest. Nice. And I had two other beers in my little cooler down here, and I wasn't sure which one I was going to have until the podcast started because I have one that's a. New Jersey IPA, which I was going to have to mock the state that I live in after my awesome trip to Colorado last week. Was it a magnifier? Uh, uh, no, it's a carton. Ah, or that's right. I was You're in carton country. I'm in carton country. Or I was going to have a green from the wonderful folks at Treehouse, but I decided to go with the Stainless Forest because, frankly, I love Burlington Beer Company and. I love their double IPAs, and this is the beer I wanted to drink. So, goddamn it, this is still America until we get our little uh, little vaccination anal probe passports. So, uh, I'm gonna enjoy that time and drink this goddamn beer for like a little man. while. It'll be America for a little while. Like a man. Right. This is what Ethan Allen and the Green Mountain Boys would have brewed and drank during the Revolutionary War. Ethan Allen, he's the guy that made that furniture, right? He makes the furniture. <laughs> and now we're all bragging about getting a shot that's never that's been barely tested. Wearing bracelets to brag about it. Like, Isn't it funny just, that like commonly he's known as yeah, he's the guy that made the furniture. <laughs> he was such a freaking badass in the Revolutionary War. And everyone's made furniture, like, furniture he made, guy. Like freaking serving. I mean, he leather upholstered his quarters. I mean, look at the um, <laughs> fine leather upholstered accommodations. <laughs> what do they call those? Uh, like those rivets they have in the leather? The upholstery rivets, I think they are. What is there's um, some like fancy, fancy term for it. They're like thumbtacks, but they call them upholstery they, something. It's got some highfalutin name to it. I don't even know. It's all highfalutin. It's, it's it's all highfalutin. Like we've just become just this soft whiny, complacent, <laughs> just give me a pill to make something better. Give me a shot to make it better. I could work out and eat steak and exercise and build my immune system, but I'm just going to take, please give me a shot. Please give me that shot to make me feel all better. You know, with the, with the, um, the success of, of, uh, Hamilton, they should have come out with an Ethan, Ethan Allen should have sponsored like an Ethan Allen story and every scene would have been like fine upholstered, like fucking accommodations. Like, dude, it's nice so hilarious. Headsets, because, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's like Ethan Allen, all this like fancy high end furniture. That's like it's the Genghis. Stuff. It's like the Genghis Khan tampon, like Genghis, Genghis Khan feminine napkins. Like that's so it's completely dude, ridiculous. Yurt City by Genghis Khan. Boom. That's what I want. 
I will you tell buy you, a yurt, it better be a Genghis yurt. I will tell you, on the East Coast Ski Chat, there was a wonderful comment by yours truly. I'm drinking this beer, Stainless Forest. Ethan Allen, How he would have drank. What's it tastes like? It's just a like all their double IPAs are all so good. They're very similar, but there's just you know just tons of citrus. It's hazy. Right now, it's super cold. Mm. Anything super cold tastes good. Why I don't that? know. I don't even know. My palate is just all over the place. There's even like the freaking scoby. You know when you have like kombucha, you get like the little like the yeah. It's like the mother. <laughs> it's like some mother in the, the beer. Mother. You got a beer mother in there. It's just delicious. Like, I don't even know what they do. I don't know what they put in there. There's some it's, yeast. Remember Saddam Hussein? He would say the mother of all everything. It's the mother of all beers. Did he really? I don't speak Iraqi. Whatever they speak. What do they <laughs> he speak? Was, uh, he would say the mother of all wars, the mother of all this. Like, everything was the mother of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got the mother well, of ass whoopings. That's what yeah. he got. <laughs> the elite Republican guard. The best was, uh, I saw something the other day and it brought back memories. Like, holy crap. I remember that guy. They called him uh, Baghdad, Baghdad Bob or whatever. And he would come out and be like, no, everything is fine. You see behind him was like tanks rolling in. And she's like, no, no, we're, we're fighting off the Americans. It was freaking awesome. Mm. Guy was just a biggest liar he's like if i don't lie i get shot isn't it hilarious how as you get older you realize how full of shit most people are everybody's full of shit media politics everyone everyone is so full of shit yep and it's so funny because as a kid especially like like your high school years are the worst you think everybody is like watching you judging you trying to see what you're gonna do nobody gives a shit everyone's just trying to be their own bullshit artist to make think they're cool or smart or interesting. Nope. So that they like can... stay out of my way and everybody will ignore you. That's really, but the things like you think that are important at other times in your life, as you get older and look back, you realize what a dumb waste of time and effort that was. I heard a great quote about worrying on a podcast recently. It said, worrying is like paying a debt you don't have. Like that's pretty profound. I like that. You know, like you just waste time and energy and effort and brain power. And it's wasted emotion, right? Think about what does it lead to? It leads to more worry. Worry leads to more worry. Like worry begets more worry. It doesn't, it's not like you worry and everything gets solved, but we're just idiots as like humans. Cause we think, Hey, you know, if I worry a lot, it's going to make everything better. No, it doesn't. It's, it's the same shit just over and over. No, grind is what makes things better. Hustle. Yeah. That's what makes things better. So you go through your life. I heard it explained to me one time that like you go through your life thinking I do more, things get better, and I do things different, more, better, different, more, better, different. And you're in this wheel of doing the same shit over and over. But you think in your mind, I'm doing it more, I'm doing it better, I'm doing it different. And it's like you're not doing anything different. You're just going around the circle. It's a wheel. You're just going in a hamster. Yeah. You know, you're hamster in a wheel, just going over and over doing the same thing thinking it's it's the whole definition of insanity right you keep doing more of the same thing thinking you're going to get a different outcome and it's the same thing yep exactly it because we're dumbasses that's what we keep doing this podcast and we think next week we're going to be sponsored by 
<laughs> where the helicopter is going to fly in any minute and just they're taking us up to go skiing. Two billion dollars a year. Yeah. Yeah. Now we know what's up. I think we have to get um, Warren Buffett on on the show. Like, I think he would be big on on. Uh, he would go along on high highfalutin ski bumps. What do you I think? mean, he would be foolish not to, right? I think Warren Buffett and Jimmy Buffett would love it if we get the Buffets together, collaborate on this thing. That'd be awesome. Buffett buffet. <laughs> buffet. A Buffett Kenny buffet. Chesney, you got to throw him in there. He's like the he's the, the go between. He's like he, the country Jimmy Buffett, right? Yeah. Someone explained this to me like a year or two ago. And I had no idea. It's really the pe- he's got it's it like made. people he's are got always, made. he's like the redneck, like Jimmy Buffett, pretty much like the country, Jimmy Buffett. It's all about like hanging out. But Jimmy and Buffett is kind of country ish, right? So he's riding the line already. He already reeled you in. And then Kenny Chesney, just like, we're going to countrify it a little bit more. I think Kenny Chesney was like country before. And then he's like, I'm going to go embrace this like redneck Riviera. Yep. lifestyle hangout guy and also the generational like the generationality of it people are like oh no jimmy buffett's too old for me but kenny chesney's like right in my wheelhouse and then it's like boom he's bridging the gap right there like well speaking- i think it was a padawan and like i think he was the master and like he trained him and they had a whole there has to be a connection i gotta believe well, let's do another apres today damn i just drank all my apres you drank all your apres. I want you to do yours. I'm going to go get mine. My next one. Well, uh, I don't know if I said this before on the previous podcast. So we actually recorded episode 243 before this. This is where we kind of get a little crazy and wild on the under the ropes. I uh, My son is at my mom's house right now. The wife's taking care of the little daughter. So I'm deciding to get a little banged up tonight. Not really too much. I just can have two drinks, which is more than I usually have, which is nice. And I said, excuse me, holy cow. You know what I'd love right now? I mentioned it on 243. At the airport, I had an orange juice and vodka because my thought process is if I'm going on a plane to fly to Colorado, I want to have as much vitamin C in my system as possible. And I want something to kill germs. Vodka, orange juice. Vodka, kill germs, orange juice, vitamin C. Build me up. So I decided, what's the next level from orange juice and vodka? And that's obviously margaritas. Because ah, margaritas. When you have Unless wine, they're made from a pod. No pod. Just Costco. I got so that's orange juice. I got golden. Well, this is like a whole margarita in here, like oh, with nice. tequila. So I got is that pre-mixed with the tequila? It's pre-mixed with tequila, but I've added more Yay! tequila. <laughs> you gotta kick it up. <laughs> <laughs> and more orange juice. We're getting more orange juice. We're getting more tequila. Because uh, life is a celebration and you got to fight. You need vitamin C. You need to kill germs. Mario, I'm seeing I'm seeing what you're cooking right there. And you're like so, focusing in and out. Your camera's doing some wizard. camera's going crazy right now. I have no idea. It, it does. It has no idea either. It has a mind of its own. So I have oh a little. Boy. Oh, boy. 
little cigar city highlights. So this is Do you coming. always have at least a six pack of highlight? Uh I usually have at least two or three in the fridge because having more than two or three is dangerous. Oh, you we've had podcasts where you've had two or three. And Holy shit. I've had two or three and then come home and had two or three. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Um, because this is like what is it, seven point five? I can't even see a goddamn thing. <laughs> anyway, really good. Uh, yeah, seven point five. Yeah, seven point five percent is big, um, and it's delicious. That's a whopper. So That's bad cleanup. This. So, big day for baseball, right? Highlight bat and cleanup. Clean it, bat and clean up. Highlight, <laughs> bat and second. Highlight, third. Dylan, Dylan, highlight. Highlight, sixth, seventh, eighth. <laughs> oh boy, there it goes. So smooth. God damn, this is good. So I had the Foley Brothers, that prospect before. Uh oh, uh oh. What are you? What are you going to tell us right now? <sighs> they were a little different. I got to say. So this has that one looks the- a lot more reddish. Than the Foley Brothers. So the back end is definitely bitter, which I I'm not a big fan of on the I highlight. like me a bitter back end, I gotta tell you. But the front end is sweet and delicious and fucking juicy. Oh, God so damn, if, I love this. So if you had a if you had a high life front end and a Foley back end, would that be the perfect beer? I'd marry that beer. You'd marry that beer. <laughs> Uh, I'd be an alcoholic. I'd marry that beer, and I think you'd bury your face in that, that bitter point. back end. Exactly. Um, now I just if you've never had highlight, you've had highlight, right? I've had highlight. It's delicious. It's, it's been a, a while. But yeah, it's, it's one of those beers that you take for granted. It's, you know, it's like the Sierra Nevada. It's like the the it's like Boston it's from Florida. They don't brew beer down there. It's like yeah, they brew some pretty good beer. Yeah. We're just but such who, a spoiled but whoever thought rat. Vermont would grew that brew that good a beer, right? But what else are they doing besides overdosing on cheese. heroin? Making them great cheese. This is true. Cheese, Meth, wonderful, wonderful socks. <laughs> <laughs> they make wonderful socks up there. Darn tough. Darn tough. Yeah. All right. Great socks. Socks. Great socks. Make some socks and beer, you wicked bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I work with the guy. He's probably like a few levels above me. <laughs> and every time he talks, I think Peter Griffin. He's like, <laughs> you wicked bastard. He lives in Boston. Yeah. It's magical when you hear that that it's, Southie draw. It's not a subtle accent, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, no, I'm loving my uh my holly. Beautiful. I love my margarita. And I'm going to see how the rest of this podcast goes. Try and dial it back, but goddamn, is it tasty. So margaritas are just like, it's one of those realms of like, there's a big scope of margaritas. You got your watermelon, which I tried last year and is delicious. And I got to do again. I uh, I don't know when I'm allowed to purchase my first watermelon of the season. They don't have them at Costco. Not yet. So that pretty much helps me define watermelon season is when Costco starts offering Costco. them. Yes, when they have the big gigantic They're like not yet. bucket, not yet. <laughs> okay, now it's watermelon season. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, go you got to like, be there at the Costco this year when they open up the watermelons in the bucket. Just like, all right, not yet, not yet. 
You know what's All funny? Right, come on. They always have like the one leftover palate they drag over to the side in like December. <laughs> and like the watermelons are all like mangled and deformed. The skank palate. The skank watermelon palate. Yeah. That's like the alternative to coal for Christmas. <laughs> like, do I get a safe or a watermelon? <laughs> <laughs> you got the random safes that are there. Like, do I need a gun safe or a watermelon? <laughs> That's Costco, baby. That's why Costco doesn't have they don't have any sort of like at home shopping, you know, like all the supermarkets are all big on, Oh, you know, you go online, go on the app, choose your stuff and we'll bring it to your house. Costco wants you there because you go there and it's a discovery process. You never go to Costco and see the exact same thing. You could go to Costco on a Tuesday and a Wednesday and they will have different stuff both days. Nice. I don't know how to do it. All I know is I got my tires there. 70,000 mile warranty. How do you get 70,000 miles on a tire? I don't care. That's like the lifetime of my car. <laughs> so I got in there. Boom. I had a, a flat. Take it back in. We're going to get you a new tire. Get you on your way. I'm like, you start like, you start like slashing your other three tires. You're like, I need four <laughs> new tires. They're under warranty. But it's like, it was like three months later and like somehow like, all right, they're like, yeah, we're gonna replace the tire. I'm like, yeah, let's get this motherfucker out of here. You're like, hour you're later, you're hour later, and about a hundred dollars later, I'm coming through the checkout. They're like, they're calling me, like, hey, Mister Mister Mario, your your tire is ready. I'm like, all right, I'm paying for my shit. They're like, okay, we'll be here. It's great. I think Florida is the only state where slash tires are covered under insurance at Costco. Everyone's oh, getting like, that's on you, bro. Do you know what's covered here? Your windshield, you're driving down the road, fucking rock pops up, pops you in the windshield. Get that little boop, you know, covered. It doesn't even go through insurance. They're like, oh, yeah, you got insurance? Done. What about if your three-year-old jumps up in the front seat and bashes his head and smashes your windshield? Is that covered? Yes, it is, because you say, I don't know, my windshield got got blasted. Damn it. They say, sure, it's covered. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of getting blasted, the best part, I, though, Brian, you, I just had an amazing segue, and you just, you just, I just got to hold you up. And Randy goes down here. They have a little garage out to the side. That's where all the booze is. Yeah. So there's the regular Costco where you go on the big whatever, and then you go into a little garage, get your little booze, your gigantic thing of Tito's, fake Tito's. And get the fuck out. It's great. Speaking of getting the fuck out, how about this gentleman? <laughs> Man lives on nothing but beer for Lent to raise money for hospitality sector. Damn. Talk about doing the Lord's work. For the hospitality sector. This fine gentleman, Del Hall, who hails from Cincinnati, is undertaking <laughs> the beer of... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? I don't know why. I don't know why, man. <laughs> okay, so in my mind, I'm running through the shit, and we talked about this before, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't know why. I really don't know why. <laughs> so look at the picture of Dell. I'm seeing the fat Dell, skinny Dell, <laughs> and then I see Northern Kentucky. I'm like, Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> I don't know why. This guy is definitely not a stranger to Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> I'm like, is this pre-K? What? 
KFC? Is this post KFC? I don't know. Well, this gentleman who Del Hall and I saw that. I saw Devil Hell. <laughs> He's doing well, this for it. Lent. There's like see? the little little Nas X has those Satan shoes with, with blood in the thing. Makes you see shit, man. <laughs> So this gentleman, he's doing a beer-only diet for Lent for the third time. And that's a diet. After successfully completing the Mammoth Challenge in 2019 and 2020. So he just did this. This is third year in a row. And this guy got that fat again. We have not seen his picture from 2019. He's a yo-yo. He's day one, day 14. Every year, that's Dell. But somehow he lost 40 pounds during the 40-day-long beer diet back in 2019. Damn. He's an Army veteran that is now using his famous feet to raise money. He started this year's challenge on Ash Wednesday and will continue to consume nothing but beer until Easter. A total of 46 days, according to Cincinnati.com. He's raising money via GoFundMe on a page named Sergeant Dell's Virtual Tip Jar, which I have now clicked on and we'll see the progress where he pledges to send money to the Fat Guys Who Love KFC Foundation. <laughs> oh, <nope. laughs> no, I'm sorry. These service workers in Southern Ohio and Northern Kentucky. <laughs> Fat Guys in Kentucky. Oh, boy. A lot. Oh, boy. He's only raised $12,000 and his goal is twenty. I'm I'm telling you, if I read this article, I see the before and after. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't know. I like it though. This fatty has a way to go. It only has a couple days left. <laughs> Sergeant Del, he should be raising money for Del Taco. Now He's I do every day. Well, um, now he, here's the thing: he is giving his donations to the staff of bar and restaurants that participate. That's super cool because so many of these bar and restaurant folks have been so screwed with this whole nonsense lockdown and quarantine. And, you know, they, there are people who, need, who have families and need to Talk make money. Talk for yourself. Too. I'm in Florida. Shit's been open. We're open, man. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's closed. Maybe you should leave Southern Kentucky or Southern Ohio and Northern Kentucky and go to Florida. There's a ton of Ohioans down here. You fit right in. Your pre, your your governor is a goddamn stallion, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, Dude, he went to Harvard and Yale. Can't, you can't say a thing about him. Harvard and Yale, like Harvard fuck Harvard. Oh, fuck yeah, same thing, same same guy. Like yeah, yeah, MIT guys got it on you. And the coronavirus going down in Florida. You know what? He deals with all the ridiculous bullshit we got in front of him. I love it. Yeah. I love that guy. This guy, I'm uh, Dell. I think he could raise some money. I like his cause. I wish I wish I had maybe seven thousand six hundred and forty four dollars <laughs> to give to him so he can meet his goal. I just um I'm oh boy. <laughs> I can't say it. It's horrible. He's not it's taking Bitcoin. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Wait, we're on the under the ropes. I could say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's like the Jarrett without the pedophilia, right? Oh. <laughs> this fucking guy. He's like a Mr. Budweiser, like fat Budweiser and little Budweiser. Well, his before picture, like if you <laughs> if you say average fat guy like he looks exactly like the average fat guy you would think he would look like 
the goatee, the glasses, the belly. <laughs> so last weekend, I'm on a beach, and I got to chase a dog on the beach. I ran my ass off. I felt like the fat dog on the left side because I was like gassed after like I can say hundred yards. I was like totally gassed. Oh, fucking dog was fast. That's what dogs do. They do. They they shit and they run. I can't believe that this guy has not raised any more than $12,000. So now, like, if you don't meet your goal on GoFundMe, they just like, I'll give you nothing. That like, works. GoFundMe, go fuck you. That's what they do. I don't know. Some yeah, wonderful, think- some anonymous person gave $7,500 and they stayed anonymous. Wasn't that like a curb enthusiasm? Curb. <laughs> <laughs> Are those words curb your enthusiasm episode were like he's always oh, synonymous. It was actually like Ted Danson. And like, yes, I got all pissed off. And, and he was all pissed off. Like, I want to be the like, why is he anonymous? Yeah, I would like, be anonymous. But somebody too. wanted everyone, like, everyone knew that it was him because of like the way he did it. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So if you want to go to Sergeant Dell's. Go fund me. <laughs> go fund yourself. You figure it out. You'll find it. We'll go fund yourself. Go fund yourself. Go fund you. How about that? Yeah. I'll fund All right. Google. Well, in breaking news, New York legislature approves marijuana le- le- legalization. We didn't even we didn't even formally say we're going into the gondola. Oh, we're going in. We're in there. You, you just you cut the line. You just ran up right and ran into the gondola. Pow! Right in. That's gondola. How I hit it. Hit it. Mm, mm, mm. So I'm All going. Day. All day. All day. <laughs> Pounding that ganj. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the ganjula. So, I hear you, man. <laughs> I hear you, man. Come on. You're too close, man. Why, why? <laughs> uh, Marijuana Regulation and Tax Act, which legalizes and regulates adult-use commercial marijuana in the market in New York State, has passed. So it also permits those over the age of 21 to cultivate and personally use quantities of cannabis cultivate. in their own homes. Damn. In your own damn house. Damn. In your own goddamn. Andrew, Governor Andrew Cuomo, if sex rapist guy, is ex- expected to sign the bill. Grandma, rapist. Is, is expected to have other people move his hand while he signs the bill immediately. <laughs> Oh, God damn. I got a lot of comments on this story. But the good part is marijuana is getting legalized. Dude, and I I still can't believe these douchebag politicians. Like, I, I mean, it took Massachusetts <laughs> forever to legalize this. And now they're saying, like, it's going to be a battle between New York and New Jersey as to who actually gets stores up and running first because i heard something like i heard today on the radio they're like oh yeah don't worry about the 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 signing of the bill likelihood is they're predicting out already they're telling people it's going to take at least 12 months to get like 12 to 16 months to get marijuana i saw yeah 12 to 18 months for new york like like, what the fuck like you just passed it today doesn't that mean you should move quickly to get it I say, let's say we pass a law today. I say, you know what, Brian? Let's vote on a law. No murder. Okay, great. No murder. Doesn't that mean we voted on no murder today? Mm-hmm. Not like, hey, you know what? We're going to enforce the murder thing 
Let's wait like 16 months. Like I got a lot of murder to do before then. <laughs> well, you I know what? Fucked up. Well, the bullshit thing is, so they legalize it. Woohoo! Some 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 asshole who works for us now tells us what we can do, what we can put into our bodies that we hired. But of course, they have to have the Office of Cannabis Management, which means I got to get my buddies to make a few hundred K to be in this OCBM. nonsense position. Yeah, so that they can now, they're the ones, they're, the mayor and the, or the Office of Cannabis place. Management. Yes. These people that are in place now have the authority to give the permits to the people who are going to open the dispensaries up. And of course, guess who's going to get preferential treatment for this? All of their buddies, their friends, their families. So it's, it's, it's just a bureaucratic bullshit position. That's all it is. Like, it's just about like, how do we find ways to make more money off of this process? It's just it, it's absolutely infuriating. It's a fucking naturally growing plant. And now these jerk offs get to make the decisions on how it's cultivated, how it's processed, how people can buy it and how they can't lose their job. It's, it's all it's so ridiculous. And I saw a thing, too, about New York. They said that New York City employees those who work on you know the subways, MTA, they will not be able to to have it. Not consume it. Yeah. You look it up. Now, granted, you obviously don't want your bus driver smoking weed while he's riding a bus. You know? Yes, I do. If he needs it for medical purposes, exactly. Otherwise, <laughs> what's he gonna be on? Could a you imagine full of fucking oxycotton? Like, seriously. You, could well no, that's true, but could you imagine him trying to like merge into like Lincoln Tunnel traffic at like five o'clock on a Friday? If they came in, you just go, hey man, you, yeah. you just go. Hey man, you just go. <laughs> That's great. It's like he's just, six hours later. He's like, hey man, six hours later. just go. My man. turn yet. But think of the more terrifying scenario. Today, he's doing it on a fistful of oxycotton. This is true, right? That's yeah, fucked but, up, man. But a, a doctor prescribed it, so it must be okay. So if anybody's listening to this podcast and you want to contact the New York State Department of Health, the number is 844 863 9312. Contact them, call them repeatedly, and ask them, when can I get my weed? Say Mario from Ski Bum Podcast said, when the hell can I get my weed? Exactly. Say Mario said to call you guys because you got my weed. <laughs> you got to look at it this way, people. Either you're going to let people tell you what you can have, or you're going to look at it that those people are preventing you from getting the weed that you deserve, and that's yours. Uh, I They're just stopping you from getting your weed. Just saying. I just don't understand how these people have the right to tell you what you can and can't put in your body. That's what drives me absolutely crazy. How what do you the get the legitimate? Authority? How do you legitimize taking opioids that are horrible, mm -hmm. horrible, terrible, better mm -hmm. than this Mister Chicken Beer Drinking Only guy? Which you got to get off the other screen because it's freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, but you're taking it. So if you're taking it, you're legitimizing it. And if you write for the Daily News, you should just jump in front of one of these subway trains because every everything is so corny they write in here. 
Yeah. Tens of thousands of government employees in the state can't smoke the devil's lettuce. They want to keep their jobs. <laughs> the devil's lettuce. <clears throat> they say uh, tetrahydrocannabinol or THC, the active chemical in the sticky icky can be detected so, in urine. It's like if, it's, everything is like corny old, like fucking played out weed jokes exactly but if you walk into a store and say hey you know what we have some tetrahydrocannabinol in your food they'd be like oh that's great that's better than high fructose corn syrup like how many other things you die hydrogenated like some bullshit 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 yes we can come up with some fancy words for the shit that you're ingesting there's never like if you look at your normal products you go to the store there's gonna be a lot of shit in your stuff. It's the same. Yeah, I would take cannabis over high fructose corn syrup any goddamn day. Just Dude, you know, it. So I was making nachos last week, and we've talked about it in the past. Yeah, love nachos. Nacho, goddamn fan. nachos are the best. Nacho mama. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife picked up some jalapeno peppers, and they're Mrs. Renfrew. What do we got? Well, in the jar. The jarred okay, jalapeno, not fresh. The, the no, the sliced ones. Fresh it, are really spicy. They're Ooh. super spicy, like the sliced ones in the vinegar. You know, like the pickled. Those ones. are good. They Those like are great. Cool down a little. But have you noticed vinegar? They have like the sweet pick, the sweet jalapenos now. It's yes. like sweet and hot. Sweet and hot, dude. Those sweet and hot jalapenos, like you open it or you taste them, it tastes like like syrup, like Aunt really? Jemima syrup. <laughs> Dude, you look at the ingredients. It's like peppers, corn syrup, high, high fructose corn syrup. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Brent, I'm surprised you're that racist to mention Aunt Jemima. I'm joking. I know. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I oh, so so there's a diet going on in her house right now. Oh, boy. I'm not doing it. But Aunt Jemima diet? No. Mrs. Butterworth suffered. Whole bottle of Mrs. Butterworth. Boom, right in there. Down the drain? Or in nope. a shake. Right in the garbage. Boom. In the garbage. I was like, damn. <laughs> My comment was, that's the most racist thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and she looked at me with like a quick glance, like, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, she didn't do it for racism. She did it for like a diet. That's Canadian that's justice right there. <laughs> that's right. You know what we have now? Fresh, organic Canadian maple syrup. Oh, there you go. Mrs. Butterworth ain't got nothing on that. Ms. Butterworth just got beat up by my by my wife. She just yeah. got choked out. Choked out and put in the garbage. I was like, that's a North Jersey thing if I ever saw one. <laughs> that's where my... you belong, Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> She's like, Canada's north of than Jersey, motherfucker. Just nappy-headed <laughs> syrup hoe. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Nappy head syrup hoe. <laughs> Damn. What are they going to name it? They're going to name it like some other like mining company. Who fucking mining company? That's Aunt Jemima. I don't even know what they're doing to Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's going to be right to cross <laughs> the coals too. <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth is going to be run free for a while. It's going to be like we are just living in the stupidest time right yeah, now. Aunt Jemima is gonna be like a mining town thing. Oh, so she was a mining girl. Like, what? What do we got here? Like, it, there's no story. You know what's so funny? If you Google Mrs. Butterworth and you go to the news section, yeah, 
freaking Kim Fields is like the first story it talks about from like Tootie from Facts of Life. Yeah, I see what's going on here. And apparently, she was in a Mrs. Butterworth commercial, which was her breakout role in 1979. Well, I gotta stop her from making who's Kim Fields? I'm joking. Tootie. <laughs> who's Tootie? Oh. <laughs> She was what the hell show was she on in like the 90s? Like she was like like super hot. I forget what the hell it was. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why Mrs. Butterworth isn't going anywhere. Because Living Single, that's what show she was on. Like Queen Latifah and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she was super hot back then. So Mrs. Butterworth and KFC got together. Remember they're doing the Your Time of Life with the Mrs. Butterworth and he held the Mrs. Butterworth up. I remember you talking about it. I do not recall seeing it. It's twisted and disgusting and horrible, but I still love it. I got to believe there's some hooks in there. They can't destroy Mrs. Butterless because the Colonel will put an end to it. The Colonel's got her back. I love, I love on, on the internet. They're like, people ask, was Mrs. Butterworth a real person? Fucking no, it wasn't. <laughs> Might have been after somebody, but <clears throat> I just don't even know. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Weederworth, <laughs> Mrs. Butterweed. <laughs> why? Why can't she have like a THC syrup available, Mrs. Butterweed? Well, she was with Mr. KFC before. After she was with Mr. THC. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> like spins around like Mr. THC. Boom. Right. Why aren't we like uh like Mad Men of like 2021? We we gotta be. We gotta have an ad company. Mm-hmm. Like we're the guys that can make this shit happen. We are a think tank. Oh, a think God damn, I love what they did. But I appreciate the other marketing. I'm like, they beat me to the Mrs. Butterworth with the KFC holding up with the with the Jennifer, what's her name? The Gray. Jennifer Gray. Time of my life with the Butterworth girl. Right. Nailed it. I would mix that commercial with the Chappelle show. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Boom. Drop the mic right there. Well, I think on that note, we're going to have to go right to Under the Ropes. And speaking of taking big dumps, <laughs> America's obsession with wipes is tearing up our sewer systems. It's tearing us apart, Lisa. Why did they, why did we not see this? Dude, anybody with half a brain would have seen this. Like, so you're taking, so toilet paper's not enough. We have an addiction. It's an addiction. An addiction. We have an addiction of our asses. An ass addiction. Ass country. We we are just obsessed with ass in this paper. Country. No good. Like I got some paper up my <laughs> up my ass. Like, we got on, man. we got wop. We got freaking wipes. Like we're all about ass these days. Damn. So here we go. Across the U.S., cities and towns are being forced to throw more money at solving blockages as consumers buy and flush more wipes than ever. So this this article is from Bloomberg and they talked to the good man, Larry Hare, 
who is a manager at a wastewater reclamation facility in Des Moines, Iowa. Sewer huh. backups are up 50% and he attributes this to the flushing of wipes, which won't break down in water like toilet paper. Consumers are cleaning everything from counters to doorknobs in hopes of thwarting the coronavirus. Sanitary wipes are more popular than ever. In the 12 months through late January, their sales have surged 75% according to data from Nielsen. But the blockages they create when flushed, which are dubbed fatbergs, have become a costly headache. The Des Moines Metropolitan <laughs> Wastewater Reclamation Authority has spent more than $100,000 over the past year and deployed specialized block clearing trucks about 30 times. Similar problems are plaguing cities and towns across the U.S. and they're forced to spend more and more on fixing the problem. Damn. So Mario, I saw on Instagram this week that you have finally embraced... I finally embraced the the booty waterworks. So, you know, after a lot of searching and a lot of like soul searching, I was thinking about it for a while. I was like, you know, whole searching. Exactly. (laughs) But you think about it, you're like, how much waste am I adding to the pile? Right. Like at some point you got to look at, okay, I had toilet paper and then we introduced wipes. And then, like, where does it end? What's the next thing? Wipe towels, wipe air conditioner, like, like Mister Clean wipes, like one of those sponges. Just like we're going further and further, further into what we're using to to get a clean ass. Bottom line is, don't you want a clean ass? Just I can take a shower every time I go to the bathroom, but that's like a lot to do. Now so, we talk about microdosing, like we could microdose. How about a microdose butt shower? Micro shower. Microdose your butt shower. Micro butt shower. Micro butt shower. So that's kind of what it is. So I was thinking about, I was like, you know, so they were sold out for a while because I looked and they were sold out the bidets. The it's you attach it to the toilet. I have the one that is a um hot and cold water, but I only hooked up the cold all water. Day. Oh, hook up the hot water and change the game. But here's my whole thing. Oh, boy. I'm a Florida. I'm hot all the time. (laughs) I need the back wash cold and I want the front wash cold. Because I'm a guy that wants the ball wash. I don't want the, I don't need the JJ wash. I just want the ball wash. I'm like, think about it. You're sitting there. It's like 80 degrees. Boom. Ball wash. Fucking awesome! It's glorious. Like a nice. How, how much has this changed your entire bathroom? Like, how excited are you when you go to have to take a dump now? On the bidets, they're waiting. I'm still a little scared. I can't. I can't lie. Now, I'm excited. Here, but scared. here is my creepy analogy. <clears throat> yeah. So i I was the same way. I was a little a little bidet virgin this time last year as well. I got my bidet. I set it up, <clears throat> and I imagine it was all day bidet. I imagine it must be kind of like what a woman or a girl or woman is like when they first have sex. 
they're like oh my god it's gonna hurt like be gentle like don't do like you're like grabbing the little bit and i'd be like a little twist like oh you're just like twisting it all just, over aren't you like just the tip you're like oh that, that feels <laughs> that feels so funny but good but funny and now i'm at the point i'm like cranking it up i'm like backing my ass up into the bidet i'm like i want it all you're like you're like fire like fire hose like right up the day huh i'm just like i want it all i'm like i'm like circling up i'm doing like oh i want it all <laughs> up in there i want it all up oh, in damn. there okay that's just so my analogy i don't know i can go way off yes so i like it it's all great and everything so then you clean up a lot less toilet paper whatever yes i don't even wipe anymore i just my i just get i just get all i just shake off and i just pull my pants back up shake off but i want to have a towel hanging out i want to have a bidet towel Mm. Well, you, you know, if if you really are concerned about moisture issues, they have the ones with the dryer built into them. If you want the super baller bidet, I gotta see how this works out first. The super I would baller bidet go into the super baller. So my wife dryer. told me about the super baller um, bathtub, which she claims is amazing. I'm like, you would have no idea about Japanese toilets, like. <laughs> That is like a whole separate section of the internet right now. My whole problem with the bathtub is my bat. Like, how do you get like a nine foot bathtub? That's what I want. Like a giant bathtub. Yeah, why not? Because there's just, I mean, most normal American bathrooms only have like a certain amount of space designated for a tub. Yeah, a soaking tub. That's it like takes up a less. long. I want a tub where I can yeah. like lay my arms straight. Like I don't know how tall that is. Eight foot, nine foot, whatever. What you gotta do is block up that thing that lets the the drain out, and just block that shit up, and just like <laughs> let it fill right up to the brim. If it overflows, fuck it, it overflows. But the problem is length. Like you can't like stretch your hands all the way ah, back. Length is bullshit. That's you just gotta be able to you get in there and be like, <sighs> that's it. yeah. That's the problem. It's too low. If you look at where they put that drain, it's like in the middle of the bathtub. So why are we gonna have a bathtub if I'm gonna drain out in the middle? You one of those like old people tubs has the door in it, so you can like stand up in the like a stand up tower shove. I like the idea. I hate mm-hmm. those things because it's like mm-hmm. too narrow. What is the perfect tub then? It's like a stand up coffin. I hate that thing. <laughs> perfect tub is like. It's called a sports soaking tub, and you just go like back and like. But it needs to fit awesome. your whole body. Like they're always like yes, two short these whole tubs. Body. They're all like five foot long. Five foot long. Midgets. We haven't gotten out of the uh, the small people that we used to be. Kind of like I want mode. a California king sized bathtub. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Boom. Give me the Dennis Rodman. The Dennis Rodman tub. <laughs> Give me the Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> like LeBron James is investing in all this bullshit. Why does he have like his own like LeBron tub? God damn! Who wants to soak in a LeBron tub? Like, yeah, whatever. LeBrubs. LeBrubs. I'd I'd love a LeBrub. <laughs> I want a Larry David fucking no shit toilet. That's the best, right? <laughs> well, this issue with these. What are they called? The uh, fatbergs. It's just getting out of control. Now, if you were a proper grown up and you had a bidet, you would realize that toilet paper is what 
the Cretans, what the savages use to wipe their butts. Like, just fire some water up there and clean it out. Clean it out. Well, it's the idea of do you wipe and leave your dirty ass just white? Because you're like, well, the most of my ass has been clean. Or do you actually clean it? Right? So the bidet actually cleans as if you were just in the shower your entire ass. Uh, it's like, just like, and you know what? Like my thing and now girls is. girls can clean the front and the back, which is good. Yeah. You can clean it all. I just like the ball wash. Just saying. <laughs> well, how's your father? That's <laughs> right. Hello, little rub and tickle. After you use the bidet, you just you you feel properly clean. Like you actually feel clean. I know I actually I have walk a little... around my entire place naked, strutting like this. Like who wants to see my cleanliness? And the Observe dog stays away from me. He's like, I don't, I don't know what that is. He's showing too much machismo to get around me. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. As someone who's got slight OCD, I I have spent a half an hour in a bathtub wiping my ass repeatedly using, <laughs> I have no idea how many pallets of toilet Holy paper. Shit. Just because you just keep wiping. You're like, I'm not done yet, man. I'm not done yet, man. I'm not clean that was enough. your hell. I'm like, just not clean enough yet. Keep wiping. Chinese or Japanese believe in hells of many types. Can you imagine that's your hell? Wiping your ass repeatedly. Yeah. And you and never clean. And you just keep doing it. Like I think back to the dark days where I used to have to commute to a job and it was just, I would, I would Alabama wet wipe that toilet paper over and over again. And I never, ever felt clean. I just, I just, I'm such a dirty boy. I don't feel clean ever. <laughs> Shaking get, in the shower. I get work. the bidet. I just crank that bad boy up. I give it a little shot up there. But it's what like do a, you do when you're, you're not around a bidet? What do you I do? I go back to my old OCD. Do you never shit in a public place ever? Oh no! I assure you, I shat at Eldora in the freaking. Uh, they have those like trailers set up, and there's nothing worse than wearing a helmet and goggles and taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not in a submarine. That's I'm not, awesome. I'm not doing any sort of ex. I'm not. A, I'm not going to Mars. You like looking for hooks? Like, what can I hang? Like, like I'm in. I'm in friggin' in Nederland, Colorado, taking a dump in a trailer. But you got to do what you got to do. So you do the Alabama wet wipe, which if you don't know what that is, you take toilet paper, you spit on it, and then you have your little wet wipe. Wow. I so just, the wet I, wipe is that important to you? I just need to feel clean. Damn. I just don't feel clean. Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, that's why the bidet has kind of helped me get through all this. I think it's made the problem worse, maybe. What do you think? There's been a bit of an exacerbation of the problem, yes. You're like, but what do you mean? You don't have a bidet? This is bullshit. I, I just want to feel clean. I just want to shit in a place clean. like this. That's right. Ridiculous. This will not do. Ridiculous. Where's my golden toilet? <laughs> All right. Enough about that. How about how clean your ass must be if you're a lifeguard? Look at that segue. I'm just mad. Don't be mad. I'm mad. I, I, I'm hating. Appreciate. You got to appreciate. I'm hating because I'm like, I'm late to the game. Right Listen, there. you watched Baywatch as much as I did. I should have been there. You could have gotten God. that job. You could have been the Hoff. God damn it. What was his character's name? Mitch Buchanan. Um, Mitch, Mitch Buchanan. Buchanan. That's right. 
Baywatch nights. Like he's got do he's doing stuff at daytime, nighttime. He deserves a big time salary. Hit at night, hanging out, and then he's got like Baywatch duties. He deserves this big time salary. Damn. He's hustling. So what is this next story, Mario? God damn. I can't even I can't even fathom it. So this next story is top paid LA lifeguards earned up to $392,000 in 2019. Wait, how much? $392,000. God damn. God, over a quarter million dollars. Almost Way over. $400 million. I mean, $400,000. Sorry. <laughs> God damn. Man, I just exacerbated even that. It might as well be $392,000. Million dollars. Don't be double exacerbating on this podcast now. God damn it. Getting lucrative. So almost four hundred thousand dollars, not million. <laughs> that would be well, there's a few that make that much money, but they do extra services. <laughs> they watch nights. <laughs> and so, what's hilarious is they were not on the bay, they were on the ocean. And we I just know. accepted the term Baywatch because Pamela Anderson was running in slow motion. And we're like, whatever you want to call it. Fine. Whatever you want to call it. We're cool. You call it Cliff Knights. Whatever you want to call it. You could call it hot chick diarrhea. We still would watch it. If she's running in slow motion. Slow motion running. Pamela Anderson. Time has not been good to her though. No. So no. if you watch her run now, you'd be like, oh, really? This yeah. is me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so being a lifeguard in Cal- California is very lucrative. So they're actually, you know, the story on Forbes is actually breaking down um, some of the salaries that these people make, and they're pretty freaking awesome. Um, I gotta say, I'm not hating them because you know what? They're jumping into stuff, they're rescuing people, and it's great. But when you talk about in in terms of like, what do you want to do? Like when you're growing up, you're like, you never even think like you make some money being a, uh, a lifeguard. So that's because most guidance counselors in high school are useless dipshits who never like people like, this is one thing I will tell anyone out there. Never listen to the opinions of people who are not living the dream that you have, because most people are just, bitter and angry and haters and want to see you fail just like they did. Exactly. Which is why they're high school guidance counselors. So, for example, let's take Fernando Botu. He was the most highly paid and earned $391,000 You know what? as I'm, the acting chief lifeguard. Take your Pamela Anderson poster down and put up a Fernando Botu <laughs> poster. <laughs> That's right. That's the guy I want to have on. Yeah. He is the real life Mitch Buchanan. So he out earned 1000 of his peers at a salary that they were earning of $205,000 perks, $60,000 and benefits of $125,000. What the hell does that even mean? I don't know. Benefits are like, what do you mean benefits? 126,000 in benefits? Like, what the hell does that even mean? I don't know. Perks? What does perks of 60 grand mean? Like, like that just seems... Company car, maybe? I, I don't know. Yeah. Second highest paid 
pulled down $140,000 in base pay and a whopping $131,000 in overtime pay. That perhaps could be a little bit shady. Hey, overtime's overtime, man. Um, What's well, like, you know, when you get cops who are like, yeah, I worked a bit of overtime over here. Now my uh, pension is like two hundred fifty grand a year. Oh, man. How the hell does that? That's a lot of overtime. Like, is he working at night? Like, who is going swimming at midnight? Is he's like sitting out there on the chair with like his like x-ray goggles, like night vision goggles watching? Well, here, here's the thing, though. It's not municipal and you have to apply. And if you don't have enough people that actually can be lifeguards that pass the test and everything, I guess you have to go on overtime. So 31 lifeguards made between 50,000 and 131,000 in overtime during the year. That's a lot of money. That's, that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. So a lot of these cats are breaking in between 360. I mean, this is like, these are fat stacks here. Fat stacks, yo. But it's kind of a dick move to like call them out now. And they're like, well, these guys made this much money. Like, why does this article even exist? It's just like everything on the internet. You say, hey, you can make money doing this and it's going to be ruined in two minutes because people are like, hey, you know what? This is what we could do. You have no talent. You can do this too. Boom. This really does go to show that whatever you do love as a child into your like teen years, you just f- lean into that shit 100% and just go with it because you never know. Well, let's put in perspective. You have to be the best at what you do. And if you're really concerned and really take it to heart, you make a shit ton of money. Seriously. Be the best at what you do. Don't be afraid, but also don't expect that just because you want it, it's going to happen. You got to work your ass off for it. That's right. It's too many kids I've heard that are just like, oh, if I believe it'll happen, it'll happen. It's like, no, kid, that's not going to happen. Listen, you read The Secret? That's a bullshit book. You're a yeah. moron. It's like people who love Star Wars. It's like, I believe in the Force. It's like, uh, do you? Do you? Great. That, you know that's what? awesome. But Yeah. Yeah. You know what the Force is going to do when Mike Tyson's punching you in the face? Fucking nothing. Not it's a gonna, goddamn thing. It's going to crater your head as his fist hits your face. That's, a, that's about all it's going to do. Yep. Absolutely right. 100%. I used to love Star Wars growing up, but Star Wars turned on me. It fucking sold out. Did it? At what yeah, point? No, I just realized I was just a giant pussy. That's really. At what point what did you really feel sold out? I think because I felt when, when I saw a fucking Ewok, I was I was like, this thing sold out. I did Jar-Jar not mind Binks. I want to put a bullet in that See, motherfucker's head. I didn't mind the Ewoks. It was it was that second trilogy. I remember going to the theater and watching it, being like, I remember. The first Star Wars movies, and they were awesome, and this one sucks. Something's wrong. And then it all just spiraled into a, just a violet fatberg hell after that. Damn. So you gotta think about, I grew up in the age of Star Wars 1, Star Wars 2. That's it. There's no other fucking Ewok. No, no, that was the add-on. New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Listen, I'm cool with Return of the Jedi. I don't mind the Ewoks. I actually got love for Ewoks. I got it was Ewok right. love. It was I was tolerable. Yes. George Rubbings, I was I want to punch somebody in that. That whole trilogy. I remember going, I watched 
all of them. I want to go theater. to see Steven Spielberg. I want to put. I want to. I want to kick him in the well, dick. Spielberg. It's Lucas. George Lucas. That's who you. Lucas. Want. I, both of them. I want to kick both of them. I just remember dick. going and watching all three movies and waiting for them to be awesome. I'm like, they're Star Wars. They're going to have to be awesome, right? And I'm like, uh, this whole movie is almost over. I'm looking at my watch. It's almost over. It's still not awesome. Like, what's wrong? And that's what happened with all three of them. You're like, when does the awesome start? And you're Never. like, oh, there's not going to be any awesome. They've castrated this movie that I just found. <laughs> I was for hope trip, my whole childhood. He's like, he's like, I watched the gay porn. He's like, the girls never came. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same goddamn thing. They never came. What the fuck? Yep. They never like got there. Yep. Well, speaking of never getting there. So this has been a huge trend this month. And I was hoping to get to this a few weeks ago when we were going to have our last under the ropes, but we never got to it because God I was damn hoping it. to have our own out there for sale. Oh, we're still going to have one. Why NFTs are suddenly selling for millions of dollars. Well, because lifeguards are getting mad paid and have money to spend on this kind of stuff. That's right. What are they yeah. going to, you make 300 grand being a lifeguard. What are you going to spend it on? NFTs. So what are NFTs? So I'm sure, you know, you may have heard about this at this point. Hopefully you have. But a few weeks ago, there was one that sold for, what was it, $68 million or something? Or was it $38 million? No, it was one like $300 million. What was the big guy? People was the, uh, the, uh, the artist, digital artist. Yeah. And this particular article talks about a LeBron James NFT from a platform called NBA Top Shot, which sold for $208,000, was a video clip of LeBron James dunking. And the gentleman who bought it, Jesse Schwartz, he could have bought a Lambo, he could have bought a Jimi Hendrix guitar, he could have paid off his mortgage. But instead, the entrepreneur bought the LeBron dunking NFT. His family thought he was crazy. Hmm. And it talks about just all the um, the stuff we've that's been happening now. Is 590k of an animation of a cat shooting a rainbow out of its ass, 1.5 million for a pixelated drawing of a so-called crypto punk, and 3.6 million for a custom song by DJ Threelau. Elau, I don't know. I'm old. I can't tell you what that means. 6.6 million for a 10 second video clip by the artist Beeple. And then Beeple also had that one that sold for the record. I think it was 38 or $68 million, something totally crazy. That $390,000. No, not $390,000. Oh, Beeple was 6.6 million. No, there's one bigger than that. Was it? Oh, yeah. I'm going to look it up. He sold $69 million. $69 million. Sixty-nine million. This is an April Fool's one. Oh, this oh, is yeah. the guy the guy who underbid the uh the Beeple sixty-nine million dollar one. That's Justin's son. He has a friggin' coin called Tron. That guy's a total douchebag. Oh, the Tron guy. Yeah, I know. Oh, he sucks. Yeah, he's such a douche. He was he actually won the Warren Buffett Berkshire lunch and he friggin' like bailed on it. He sucks a dick on it. He's a scumbag. He really is just like a scammer. 
Uh, yes, yeah, so the people one sold for $69 million. So you're hmm. probably wondering, what the hell is an NFT and why don't I have more of them? Well, what NFT stands for is non-fungible token. And you're like, Brian, what the hell does that mean? Well, do you know what fungibility means? Fungibility is pretty much authenticity is what that means. So if it's non-fungible, that means it's non-replicatable. And right now, when we look at anything digital, you think like a PDF, a GIF, a JPEG, whatever, you can just send it to your friend, duplicate versions, no big deal. Remember the fappening a few years ago when like all those private iCloud photos of celebrities, naked shots got sent out? Everyone was just, you know, sharing them. And it was no, you know, you couldn't stop it. There was no sort of um, authenticity or fungibility that could be tied to it. So what's happening here is uh, NFTs are non-fungible tokens. So what that means is that a non-fungible asset is something unique that isn't readily interchangeable. Think of a rare sports card, an antique car, or a piece of land. This differs from a fungible asset like cash. A $5 bill is always worth five bucks, no matter who owns it or what condition it is. A token is a type of virtual currency that lives on a blockchain and represents a specific asset like a piece of digital artwork. So in simple terms, an NFT is a documentation of ownership of a one-of-a-kind digital asset. So it's a digital asset of right exactly so it's it's, difference between like well it would be something like let's say if you took a picture of your hand mm -hmm. and put it digitally that's your hand in that moment of time that's the non-fundable yeah and here's the thing that that, I, that I'm still confused by on this whole thing is so, okay, so we can validate that this LeBron James, that you're the owner of it, but you can still copy that same image and make it a non-fungible version of it or a fungible version of a non-fungible token. Like right. who cares? So it's copying, who cares? That's but what you I don't have the get. original. So it's not like having a 2020 ford mustang shelby gt350 like i can't like you can't look at my car take a picture of it and have and drive that car like i have that car all right all i gotta say is let it go old man this is this is the new this is where i feel with cryptocurrency now you're getting you're getting hijacked by this nft cryptocurrency i totally understand this NFT thing, I'm still trying to wrap my head completely around it. People want to spend money on anything. So let's put something out there and let them buy it. That's what I'm saying. Well, I saw that NBA Top Shot. There's like all these huge investors in it now. Oh, like yeah. Michael, Michael Jordan's even investing in it. LeBron. Yeah. Like There's a lot of people who are investing in this. I just... You know what? Because like one of these things is... This is like a new money thing. You know, like they always joke about new money and new money always buys like stupid stuff. And that's future money. It seems like the most new money, stupid thing ever. It could be a picture of a turd, but a picture of my turd and people are like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Michael Jackson's last turd. That'd be fungible and non-fungible. Elvis's turd. 
Isn't that how he died on the toilet, right? We have turds, non-fungible turds, NFT (laughs) turds. Well, so there was a big thing. It was, so NFT sort of started back in 2017 in the last crypto bull run market. And there was a whole thing about crypto kitties. And it was like these, these cats, these online digital cats, and people were paying 150,000, like virtual playing cards for these crypto kitties. Oh, and that was kitties. that was sort of like the joke of like, oh, this is how you knew that the uh, the bubble was forming and that it was going to pop ah. is when this crypto kitty thing became big. I think someone spent. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, May 12th, 2018. Uh, crypto kitty was sold for one hundred and forty thousand dollars. And that was a big deal. Wow. And, it, you know, one thing about this is like you kind of laugh at it now. But often these types of things, like perhaps in its current NFT form of buying a picture of something may seem silly, but does this lead to something bigger? Is this something that's going to kind of lead up something more important and more valuable? Because I will tell you, as someone who is a real estate investor, I hate all the people I have to deal with when I have to purchase a property. Mm-hmm. Like, why is the process involve so many fees and so many useless people? Because everybody's why? looking for the for the handout of, hey, I could do this, and you technically need. This I gotta pay role. this fee, and for this exactly, and, and yep. the the title and the this. What if we get to a point where we can eliminate all those useless rent seeking middlemen and just go? Here's what I have. Here's what I want. A to B gets there directly, avoiding all those other people. I feel like that is the future. It's just the tools and the the plumbing is not quite there yet, but we're getting very close. Yeah. <clears throat> but you're having some big name people investing in NFTs. And, and it's again, a weird unknown thing right now. And now's the time to strike it rich. Just saying. And they're, they're talking about too something similar. There's a uh, like similar worlds like Decentraland, and you can buy parcels of this digital space. And it launched back in 2017, where parcels would go for a hundred bucks a pop. Today, can fetch up to eighty thousand dollars. Jeez. Last month, an anonymous buyer showed that 1.5 million for a nine-block virtual estate on the gaming platform Axie Infinity. And some people are saying buying land in a virtual world feels a lot like buying land in Manhattan back in 1750. And how would they know that? Well, you've read Ready Player One, right? Yes. Remember that whole thing? You know, the Oasis where you go in and you become this whole different person? Like, what if one of these becomes like that sort of new reality and you're well, purchasing I also, remember, I also remember the office and they had second life too where dwight Schrute was second life but he was like a second second life <laughs> like it can get crazy real quick <laughs> very true same very true but you know what that's the same people who were trashing Bitcoin six, seven, eight years ago and saying it's stupid and it's never going to work. And now it's at almost $60,000 a pop. Exactly. 
Boom. But that's because the government and the Federal Reserve are absolutely useless and spending money like or making money like crazy and it's not sustainable. And they're trying to get the rich people an exit out of cash for the time frame and giving the poor people a stimulus. But that's a whole different topic. How are we ever gonna get out? Blah blah blah. Yes, exactly. Just buy your LeBron James non-fungible token for 200 grand (laughs) and enjoy and and shut the fuck up. That's it. And yeah. brag to all the ladies on Tinder about how you own an NFT. So they're gonna be like, "Oh, can I see it?" They're like, "Well, I, I gotta download it." Like, "Oh, so you don't have it? Like, I can't see it in your house." I don't even get no. how you store an NFT exactly. Like, it's I guess you store it like crypto. So, okay, let me log into my account and show you. Well, that's that's awesome if you allow me to see it, but oh well. Well, yeah, this guy's showing on his phone. He's got some sweet picture of LeBron Duncan. That's him. That's pretty awesome. You're yeah. the man. You're the man. $208,000 watching LeBron Duncan. Everybody's like, you the man. It's like the Jerry Maguire. You the man. You the man. And this is a funny quote, too. He says, so a lot of people tell me I can watch the same clip on YouTube for free. He says, anyone Damn. can watch it, but there's only one original verified by the blockchain. And that scarcity is what makes it valuable in the long term. So you show it to somebody like, Oh, I saw that. You know, like, no, no, this is the original. And you know what the original looks like? Same thing. I just saw. He gets, he says, it's my Mona Lisa. That's great. Oof. Well, I would love to create a Mona Lisa for somebody. I will say YouTube YouTube lately has been annoying as hell in terms of adding ads and commercials all the time. Like Get out. Be, they don't want to make money from ads, do they? I know. Can you believe that Google wants to do that? You shitting me? Shit me not. So in a way, perhaps this is a way of exiting that that whole ad-driven model. Because we're gonna have to exit that because otherwise it's only going to get worse i mean but if right we now, exit social media there's nobody to judge us and don't we want people to judge us on what we've done and how we live our lives only if we're awesome well don't we portray ourselves to be awesome we all do yes and conform like there needs to be more like pictures of people taking big nasty dumps on instagram be honest <laughs> that's what we need more honesty more dumps. nonsense more, more dumps. dumps more honest dumps more not honest dumps. dumps yeah all right and on that note that wraps up the old podcast for the week thank you so much for listening this is the under the ropes podcast check us out skibumpodcast.com socials instagram twitter facebook at Podcast. look for our nfts available soon on some platform we have no idea how or go to our shop, keeponpodcast.com slash shop. Get some real merch. You can hold it, touch it, smell it, embrace it, right. wear it, be sexy. You can actually wear it. You can actually wear it. Hit us up, skeeponpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay high, stay flutin'. See ya. <laughs>